You're listening to Peak One Sports. Sports Network. I'm Ashton. And I'm Tony. Let's get this sports weekend started. What a busy time of year we have. Finishing up with the NBA and NHL Finals, which we'll get into here shortly. We've got College World Series, uh, U.S. Open. We have we have tons of things, tons of sports news. Uh, man, get your, get your coffee, energy drink. Let's get started. Speaking of which, all the way down here. Uh, yeah, doing a weekend show, a lot of stuff happens throughout the week. It seems like the finals, NBA, NHL were so long ago, but they've really happened since last weekend. So we're, we can't not talk about them, but I know you've heard everything about them. Um, and then it seems like Thursday, maybe even yesterday, we were just texting each other, adding more and more stuff. Yeah. Because when you uh, recap the week, when you're getting, we're getting you ready for your sports weekend, there's just so much we have to talk about. But before we get there, make sure to like and subscribe to this channel. Follow if you're listening on our on a podcast platform, um, on our YouTube page. Man, we're we're getting close to that hundred subscriber on the hundred hundred subscribers on the challenge. Big push this week. Yeah, big push. We might hit it this week. Uh, if we uh, we have a giveaway going on, I know uh, the Bungalow Sports Show, which you can see the latest episode playing behind us. Go watch that after you're done watching the leadoff. Yeah. Um, they have a challenge they're going to do. They haven't officially said what they're going to do when we hit that 100 subscriber challenge. Somehow the but shot callers, dog, still, shot callers shot are not off the table. Yeah, no matter what Cole's wife says, they're yes. still... <laughs> I mean, Cole's still saying no, but he's still posting stuff. We're posting stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're not, not letting it die, but we know what we're going to do. We're going to give away some sort of package deal with... Well, we're gonna we we've decided now we're gonna do one grand prize winner, and then we're gonna keep sending things out to some random listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be sure there's not don't think that man there's just too many you know when we get to 100 subscribers and and it's comments and subscribes and likes and shares we're gonna take everything into consideration. We're just gonna start sending things out. I mean you we've got them here that yeah, just ahead. hot off the press. Keep we've got some, sports. some of our show stickers here. All these things are going to be coming out. Some uh, of these will be mixed in with the basket or yeah. package that will have, I mean, sponsor stuff, shirts, hats, uh, peak one stuff, including these. But make sure to to get that or just to get any prizes from us or anything, you have to comment. Subscribe to our page and comment on our videos. That's how we're going to pick the winner. Uh, the more you comment, maybe we just say, hey, we need to send that person something because they're whether you're hating or not, but if we see you commenting enough, we want to recognize well, you as and make one sure, of our listeners and viewers. make sure you're commenting while we're going live. We today are actually debuting. We have our own intern that's helping us produce. So he's behind the scenes running all the show. He's actually going to be on there. He will comment back. If you leave a comment, he's going to comment back to you. So leave your comments live. We're going to be, we're going to be responding um, as we go. And also, um, be sure to check out our website, peak1sportsnetwork.com. There's all kinds of content on there, articles. You can see some of these videos and different, uh, different shows as well. Um, and also a podcast page where you can go on there, go on your phone, go to that podcast page and click on your res- respective podcast platform. And there we are, uh, getting into some of the news going on, uh, this week. Really, I, th- I believe it was breaking yesterday, uh, the John Morant suspension. Uh, suspended 25 games by the NBA for conduct detrimental to the league. The Grizzlies, of course, suspended Morant from activities back on May 14th after the social media video where he was brandishing a firearm. Uh, this is huge. Um, as you know, in the NBA, it's 60 games minimum. 
mm-hmm. to be eligible for the MVP, the All NBA team, um, any major awards. Uh, it's going to be it, it, you're going to have to have play sixty games, correct? Yeah, he's not. Um, he, it's already been said he's not eligible for any of that right now, or he's not going to be because you, yeah, like you say, you have to play the minimum games mm-hmm. and twenty five game suspension puts him under mm-hmm. that uh, threshold. He, of course, um, it was suspended eight games last season for a similar incident. Uh, there's a lot of people going back on social media back and forth uh, saying, well, he technically didn't do anything illegal, which we're not going to get in the leg- legalities. Of, well, when he was in Colorado, he had a gun in a, in a nightclub where you're not supposed to have any firearms in uh, establishments where yeah. over 50% of the sales is alcohol yeah how did he get that weapon to that place he's not supposed to bring it on there, there's a lot of like, things yeah. it doesn't matter uh he well, was suspended for conduct detrimental to the, the league the big problem here is he apologized originally for the the first incident went and supposedly got and help it met, met with uh adam silver went and got help said he was it wasn't gonna happen again he was you know sorry and all the things that go into that this comes out, happens again. He does the same thing. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know, the, it was a mistake. the exact same. It's not like okay, yeah. well, here's something else. It was the exact same. Yeah. He thing. knew he knew what he was doing was wrong. It was against what he said he he got help for, and he wasn't going to do again. And he continued to do it. He's a habitual offender at this point. Um, I think the 25 game suspension is light. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the players' association has said that they felt like that was excessive. Um, and that's what the NBA is trying to do, get with the Players Association yeah. to make sure what I don't, we do isn't stepping on any toes. We're not going to have, you know, everyone's in agreement on this. Let's just get it over with and, and uh, move on. I don't believe that this is enough. Um, I think an indefinite suspension for the season mm-hmm. would have been appropriate. Uh, and Memphis, Memphis, he suspended indefinitely. Like there's the not team, a return yeah. time for set. activities. Yeah. Set. And then, uh, 25 games. I don't know if it works the same as uh, in the NFL, depending on what you get suspended for. I don't know if after 25 games now he can return to team facilities because at that point he's not. Re- you're not necessarily ready to play, uh, but maybe he can still practice with the team. I don't know, and then he just can't play. I uh, would get more details on that. But if it's suspended from anything team activity for 25 games, after that 25, he's not. You wouldn't think you'd come back for game 26 without practicing with the team. I'm, yeah. You know, surely he'll stay in shape. Basketball is one of those things you can stay pretty well shape, uh, pretty good shape on your own. You know, have your own entourage, people you're playing with. It's it's not looking great uh, for do, John Moran. Do we point. see a situation where the Grizzlies don't allow him back in the facility and maybe look to trade him? I, I don't. Have been too detrimental to the team now. I don't think so. Um, because if if you're you're basically saying we're trading him for the lowest possible, you're like his value is low because we're looking to trade him. I mean that may be in their head like, hey, we need to work on something to move him out if if that's what they intend to do. And part of that's probably after the 25 games, let's bring him back, showcase him a little bit, then try to trade him because clearly 25 games it wouldn't be anywhere near the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, cause he signed a rookie max extension to. Uh last year yeah um, 22 um that runs through 2028 let's like a, let's assume extension. let's assume they want to move on from him with that thinking you're not competing for a championship without him right now so what what does it hurt to bring him back and showcase him a little bit he's not if you had a team set to do that and you don't want him yeah. to affect that then maybe but if you're saying we're just going to trade him after the suspension is over, I assume you can't trade him during a suspension. I'm, I'm not and sure. And maybe that is a situation they, they could look at. If they move, we're not saying that they are yeah. you know, wanting to move on from him. If they are, that might be something you want to bring him back, showcase, show that he can go through the entire season without uh, making another mistake, You know, without going out and making a fool of himself. Uh I mean, if that happens, he's done. That's it, you know. And that might be what other teams could be scared of. I could see them putting um, their own list together, which I think they kind of did about when he went and got help and and during the first suspension. But putting their own list, saying 
Yes, you have a 25 game suspension, but you're not returning to team facilities until you've done A, B, C, D, and and I don't I don't really know because it's not drugs or alcohol or something necessarily you go to rehab for. Maybe it's uh, similar to the Dallas Cowboys and even the Rangers when you have a guy specifically watching Des Bryant or Josh Hamilton is like, hey, we need to make sure he stays mm-hmm. uh, in check, whatever that is, maybe getting the right people yeah, around a handler, him. A handler yeah, to follow maybe him they say, okay, we have this guy <laughs> for you. You can return to team facilities once you've done all this. It, maybe it's, you know, I can't imagine um, why you can't just stop doing what you're doing, but uh, I don't know. But maybe it's a situation where they just say, come on, man, just don't get on Instagram Live or whatever yeah. and do that. Uh, although if he doesn't stop, something else is going to come up. But well, let's stay with the NBA uh, to more positive news. Um, as everyone, I'm sure, has seen the Denver Nuggets win their first NBA Finals um, in convincing fashion, four games to one. I thought you were about to go go dark there because I had a different story before that. Well, and you said more positive. Like, no. It. no, you said more positive. No, I'm like, man, you really don't like Michael Jordan. No, uh, yeah, the NBA Finals. Denver Nuggets winning their first championship in franchise history. Nikola uh, Jokic. Joker. Uh, I just call him Joker. You don't have to. Just like yeah. the Greek freak because it yeah. took me forever. Or Giannis. It's um, uh, he, he wins the M- MVP. The finals MVP. Yeah. And well deserving. No question about that. He led this team. And I don't think he has a teammate that would say otherwise either. Correct. Uh, there were audio clips of him saying here well i don't know i think it was just a quote at first but saying he he just wanted to go home he didn't want to do the parade mm-hmm. and then he gets to the parade and he obviously says how much he loved it he's glad yeah. he went to the parade but you know a lot of these european guys uh just want to go home after mm-hmm. that you think hey they live here this is what they want to do i know even dirk Nowitzki, as much as he loves dallas he was loyal to them he calls himself a texan in the offseason he goes back home to germany sure. and um, and does things, you know, obviously he's here during the year being an ambassador for the Mavericks. Um, but I don't know Joker's uh, thoughts necessarily on Denver, the U.S. in general. Um, I've never been to Denver, but I can't imagine that you'd want to stay there all year round. Um, although it's probably pretty nice in the summer. But where's Joker from? Serbia. Serbia. I guess I, I've again, I don't know Serbia. I definitely would rather think, I think Denver is probably a little bit better in the winter than Serbia, even though Denver is pretty, yeah, pretty bad. Um, moving on, I mean, we're not going to beat you down with that. It obviously happened earlier this week, but we, we can't not talk NBA championship. Staying with the NBA, um, Michael Jordan is uh selling the majority share, his majority share in the Charlotte. Hornets after 13 years as part owner. Um, it was a pretty rough 13 years. Uh, his total record as owner, which it's, you can't compare owner's record at, uh, the same. You can do GMs or coaches. Mm-hmm. It's a little different, but still as, as the face of this, he went, uh, if my master's correctly, I may be wrong. Haters, let me know if, if I'm wrong. This is the quick math I did. He went 423 wins, 600 losses. Uh, only made the playoffs twice in that 13 years, losing both times in the first round, and only three winning seasons. Uh, maybe it was time. It of was course, it was rough. He inherited a rough crowd, a rough you know situation. It was a pretty he's, new team then. It was still the Charlotte Bobcats. Yes, back then. but he is he's on the uptick i think the new ownership group is actually getting a really good franchise mm-hmm. uh, something that michael jordan he he was in the weeds he was in the mud in this thing really building this i think he's he's built something really good you know this past season they dealt with a lot of injuries mm-hmm. um 55 losses this year and you know how in the nba i mean the your draft when you're drafting unless you have a first few picks you're really not bringing into the league, you know, a whole lot. It's yeah. not like other NFL you know, where you you're NFL making, yeah. where you where you know two, three, four rounds deep are going to make a huge impact on your team. That doesn't happen in the NBA where you have a you know like in baseball with the minor league, you have that <laughs> developmental league in the NBA that you're drafting a lot of guys to go into the developmental league unless you've yeah. got I don't know what a top 10, 12 pick. It, it depends how really deep the draft goes. Sometimes it's top five or six yeah and so then depending on the situation and depending on the situation how good you are developing players uh, how quickly they can get on the court with it 
it matters a lot more necessarily in the NFL about your teammates and, and the chemistry. Some players drafted in the second round may work out great. Uh, Brunson to the Mavericks, he, he was a great second round pick, but if he would have been drafted by a different team, maybe it doesn't work out the same way. Yeah, so that's what the Hornets did. I mean, we as we know in the NBA, the free agency is big. That's where a lot of the championship teams are built in free agency. Obviously, the Denver Nuggets trump that this year. That's a developed team. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors have developed. Give give the Hornets time, um, and I'm sure Michael Jordan, he's been on since he was 18 years old. He's been pushing through the league with playing. I mean, he never stopped to just walk away from the game. I think this is probably his opportunity to just step away, play more golf, enjoy time with his family, and just enjoy life again. Yeah. Uh, but he, he absolutely built a, a great franchise for a prospective owner, and I think that he's this, this is going to be good for the NBA um, for Michael Jordan and the NBA alike. Uh, part owner um, added to this, uh, I assume it's all intertwined because somebody, somebody's obviously buying off this this part, but new minority owner, Eric Church, interesting, interestingly enough. So, and one fun fact here, Michael Jordan is the only African-American majority owner of an NBA. That's what team. I was about to say. Now, Jordan plans to keep minority <clears throat> stakes in the team, but this is going to leave... Uh, once it's all finalized, is going to leave the 30-team NBA without any black majority owners. Yeah, which is a very interesting stat to me, and actually a little bit disheartening that we don't until have... LeBron, of course, and that's probably great. you know, and I the hope Vegas so. expansion team. Um, that's a little disheartening though to me that we don't have more minority owners, minority ethnicity majority owners yeah. in in sports. Yeah, of course. I mean, with uh, you know. You have to be a real superstar to make the, 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 the amount money. of money yeah. because it's a ridiculous let's, amount. Let's to have take to own superstars out, just African American or any other minority group business owner. I mean, yeah. business. Why? Think, are, why are they not investing into in, um, franchises, sports leagues in general? The majority of the players would be African American, especially in the NBA. I think mm-hmm. something like eighty percent are African American. So you think, uh, not that they're not investing or whatever, they just may not happen. You know, to be going for ownership groups, maybe maybe they are. I don't know the statistics um, on the bidding, but you know, Dwayne Wade's part ownership, minority mm-hmm. ownership in the Utah Jazz, and uh, they're moving that direction. But yeah, it, it's interesting, and we're not going to get into politics and everything of it. But that that is it is an interesting step. Uh, moving on, we'll also talk about NHL final. The Vegas Golden Knights win their first ever championship, just demoralizing the. <laughs> Florida Panthers. It was a four-one series win too, correct? And they had won nine. Game five was nine to three. Yeah the uh, the state of Florida has to be in turmoil right now. They're not doing. They're not doing so. Although nobody expected. It was big underdogs for the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat to make it to the finals, mm-hmm. but it it still hurts to get that back-to-back nights too. You have I think it was Tuesday night and Wednesday night, or maybe it was Monday and Tuesday. You have two franchises winning a championship for the first time, but you also have that. It's been a rough week for Miami sports. We'll yeah. just put it for that. Um, let's talk a little bit of baseball, MLB. Uh, I know we were talking a little bit about uh, the Oakland A's. You know, obviously, big story. Of course, if you watched Sports Biz last night with Tony, it would have you'd have been a little more up to date on it. But the A's are planning on moving to Vegas Stadium. Uh, uh, stadium ideas are in place. Uh, well, and now they f- have official approval from the state of Nevada. Yeah, that they will. I, I think it's going to be it's going to be in a bond uh, workup, but they're going to le- uh, loan uh, three hundred and eighty or three hundred eighty-five yep. million dollars is going to be loaned to the club, which should should be the last piece that they were missing to make this. They have all the other investors involved. Everything else is worked out. Um, I think now all they're waiting on is official approval from the MLB. Yeah. Oakland, I'm sure, move. is gonna is gonna throw up a fight. But as you saw with uh, the Raiders leaving, and I guess technically the Warriors leaving, although they just they didn't really they just went to San Francisco, which yeah. is the same metropolitan area. Um, I don't know that Oakland's gonna be able to retain the A's if they really want to that bad. 
there's still a lot of stuff to do. The again, MLBS approve. The owners have to mm-hmm. vote on it. Like I said, we talked about it last time on the Sports Biz, so go check that out here on Peak One Sports. Uh, um, but interesting get all the details. Enough, interesting enough, the timing they have. A's have. Uh, I don't know how many games it lasts. It may have just been one game, but they did kind of sort of a protest where they wanted to. The fans wanted to make sure that everyone knew that they weren't the problem because obviously yeah. attendance has been atrocious, laughable. You couldn't write a script saying that. Yeah, that. This MLB team's getting a couple of thousand people a night. You're like, that's just not realistic. Yeah. But for the A's, it has been. So they held a protest this week um, to try to sell out the stadium. And I don't believe they did, but they had a lot. Like, it it was weird watching that stadium full, uh, just about full of fans. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. And they're all wearing shirts that say sell. Sell. Yeah. Um, And then chanting just atrocious things about their About uh, the John Fisher. John Fisher. Um, but right in the middle of all this, they were in a seven-game win streak, mm-hmm. which is kind of which is kind of odd. Of course, they've lost the last three, but they're seven and ten in their last uh, seven and three in their last ten after that seven-game win streak. Uh, as much as we talk bad about the A's because it's fun, it's easy. Uh, terrible ownership group didn't want to spend money. Terrible stadium. Um, they technically aren't the worst team in baseball. The Royals have a worse record and have uh, have a. Uh, this past week, uh, have statistically a worse record than them at 18 and 51. Uh, the A's have lost a couple more games, but they've also won a couple more games. So the Royals aren't getting the near Royals as much. Royals have a, a long losing streak right now too, as well, right? They've lost 10 straight. 10 straight. As wow. of as of last night, they've <clears> lost <throat> 10 straight. Well, moving on from bad teams, let's talk about some really good teams. The College World Series. Yeah, I've got a few things here that uh, yesterday was the opening <clears throat> opening round of the College World Series in Omaha. Um, first, we saw Oral Roberts face off against TCU. Who are the teams in it? We have Oral Roberts, TCU, Florida, Virginia, Wake Forest, Stanford, LSU, and Tennessee. Okay. So, Oral Roberts has been on an amazing run this year, right? They've, uh, I mean, they've been a fun team to watch. They're that Cinderella team kind of team mm-hmm. um you see them their first base coach giving out gummy uh sour gummy worms to players when they get on base yeah if they get a double he comes over to get their gear and and gives them two you know for a double i assume maybe the third base coach has some and they give him three for a triple I, I don't know but they've been a really fun team to watch so yesterday going into their first round game with tcu uh going into the bottom of the ninth their home team with last at bat they're down five to two you think, man, you're three outs. TCU's three outs away with a three-run lead. This mm-hmm. ball game's over. We're going on to game two. This is be- best of three. Yeah. Uh, so, in the bottom of the ninth, Oral Roberts comes back, fights and claws their way to win the game six to five. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You think, man, that's great, especially for that team. It's great for college baseball. So that ties up the series, or no? That was the game. They one. eliminated. T- oh, just oh, that game was game one. one. Okay. So then we move on to last night's game between Virginia and Florida, same situation. Going into the bottom of the ninth, it is 5-3 Virginia. Yeah. Florida, coming at their last at-bat, wins the game 6-5 to five in the bottom of the ninth inning. Same score. Same score, same scenario, same situation that teams were three outs away from winning and they lost. This is why we you love the game of baseball. This is what makes baseball so magical is these are the types of scenarios you know you think about it in football if you were down three scores because you would I would equivalent that not to three points but to three possessions yeah to have to come back that's the equivalent of baseball baseball is that hard that one run would count as seven you know in, in the NBA in the uh, um, NFL I'm sorry so TCU and Virginia are the Atlanta Falcons of college yes baseball. not the championship but they're in the but that's playoffs. baseball yeah. today yeah. could be a completely different yeah. scenario um well, I said it's Sunday when they play. Yeah. But today we're going to get, just to catch you up, we have Wake Forest at Stanford. That game's at 1 p.m. on ESPN. And then we have LSU and TCU, or in, I'm sorry, in Tennessee, uh, that play at 6 p.m., that play tonight. Uh, more wild World Series action. It's fun. I love watching the College World Series. I like to watch college baseball, but this is when it really gets exciting. Because you never know what you're going to see night to night. So when did they do the bracket 
style. Is that new? Because I thought they did more like a round robin tournament. And uh, well, this is a double elimination tournament. Okay, so they okay, play these so series. The same. Then you can go into a losers bracket. Yeah, there will be a losers round that. Yeah. Will, okay. That looks to start about Thursday. Yeah, I'm just looking at the bracket. I'm like, did they? They always. I've just never seen it down on a bracket like that when they get down to the World Series. I just. So they don't do a round robin thing. They do a bracket and just double elimination. Mm -hmm. okay. And then you'll get yeah, you'll get these these different losers, and they'll work all back around and then back to the bracket. Um, and then for the, the national the championship. championships the same way. So if they have a team that hasn't lost and a team that's lost one, or well, you would you would have to get that because it's a loser bracket, winner bracket. Mm -hmm. They still do the double elimination. So the, on the losers bracket, if they make it to the final. The national championship, they have to beat they, the other team series. twice. It's a series. So they re restart it. But yes, it's okay, a best okay. of two. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. I now, now, now I know what you're saying. I was trying yeah. to compute everything. Yes, it's a best of three series there. Um that that will start the national championship will start next Saturday. Or should I ask the baseball expert? I don't know why I'm asking you. I'm gonna ask him over here. June June twenty fourth. And that would be a three three game. They'd be Saturday, Sunday, Monday for the national championship, assuming you needed Monday's game. So we'll keep you up to date on that uh throughout the week. Make sure you follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh we can even do some updates on YouTube if we need to. Yeah, don't don't listen to Cole Rambo, the host of the Bungalow Sports Show. He says we hate talking baseball. We're talking baseball. And just wait, because th that's all that's going on now. Major professional sports is baseball. And I guess UFC as well. And then we'll have uh, Little Cole League. Rambo also hosts. We'll have Little League World night. Series coming up, too. Man, that's. I'm not even going to get that. We'll, we'll talk about then. Uh, moving on, uh, before we move past this, uh, the U.S. Open's obviously happening this weekend. Uh, just finished up the second round yesterday with the cuts. Uh, Ricky Fowler leads the pack 10 under. In round one, he shot a record-breaking 62 um, and then was tied. Did you ever get that name? I don't even remember who it was. I don't know how to say it. Yes. Xander Schofel? It's Schofel. That's how you say it, huh? I think so. Yeah, so, so Ricky Fowler breaks the course record, then all of a sudden, or is it a U.S. Open record or just the course record at the Los Angeles Country Club? Either uh, way, he breaks the record, and then it gets tied later that day there in the first round. Uh, Ricky Fowler's kind of come back out of nowhere. Like he was there uh, as a as top golfer for so long, and then mm -hmm. you just hadn't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Um, it was he was always kind of fun and crazy because he'd wear like bright orange yeah. pants and uh, you know, as I guess he's he is a millennial. Which well, should you see? Kind of one of the some newer of the things golf, that, the younger golfers that the uh, it's the Los Angeles Country Club. That's what. It's in Los Angeles, I believe. Whatever it's called they, the Los Angeles whatever Country the club. club is there in Los Angeles. Yeah. The the rules that they have. You can't wear uh, shorts. You have no to shorts. wear pants. You have to be tailored pants. Tailored pants. You have to wear a sport coat after 6 o'clock. In the clubhouse. In the clubhouse. No cell phones in the clubhouse. You can only That's make calls. That's not that calls. crazy. I know, like, at Augusta, yeah. you can't you can only make You can all. only make calls in your parked car <laughs> or in a phone booth inside the locker room. Los Angeles Country Club thinks they're Augusta now. Uh, with all these, no these no graphic t-shirts with any ads on them. Yeah. Uh, what else was it? There was, there was a few other things I was just, I was blown away that it's still that strict. I mean, that's absolutely not live golf. If you want to, if you want to. They would not allow live if golf. If you want to go back in time on outdated rules, go to some of these country clubs. Yeah. Um, I know some of them, they may be different now. I mean, it may still be that way, but I know like women weren't allowed to be members at some oh, of these yeah. country clubs. For, maybe they still aren't at some, but if you're going to go that strict, you have to change your name. You can't be the Los Angeles country club. You have to be like Augusta national or whatever. You have to, you have to have names like that to be, to be, uh, to pretend you're pristine and you're uppity and you, you know, Los Angeles country club. That just sounds like you're, your normal city, your public country club. Yeah, that is what it is, the Los Angeles Country Club. Um, like I said, Ricky Fowler leads the pack. Rory McIlroy uh, tied for third at eight under. He's one uh, that always kind of finishes. He has uh, most, not most all time, but most recently, he's always finishing top ten in majors, but just never, not winning a lot. Uh, notables, you have Dustin Johnson tied for six, six under. Uh, the cut was... Two and up, you make the cut, or, or two over you and better, you make the cut. I guess that's how you say. It. I don't think you 
say three over and worse you miss the cut so make the cut you need two two plus in this one mm-hmm. uh so notables miss the cut uh, phil mickelson and jordan spieth both miss it both miss it just by a shot uh at three over yeah of course that's not set where if you make it to two plus it's the top how many ever golfers yeah that's that just, just where the line ended up, ended up being yeah. but yeah they just uh, hey another another fun fact about the los angeles country club 126 years old and you can't get never established in 1897 and i think they keep the rules from 1897 they they, they probably do i don't even think los angeles was yeah, I guess they probably were back then. I'm not going to say that. Uh, but golf, clearly one of the, the oldest civilized sports you're going to get. And uh, that's kind of tradition is making sure. You know, I've never worn pants playing golf. I always have shorts. Uh, I don't I wear jeans cooler, cooler either. I but I have, uh, I always have like your dressier. They're golf shorts. They're made for golf. And the pol- I've worn this shirt playing golf. Like I... That's part of why I like golf is you kind of wear specific clothes. There's a, a sort of dress code. I mean, I've never played anywhere where oh, here's another. you had so to wear that. I found on their website, hats, caps, and visors never allowed inside the clubhouse. That's understandable. Or on adjacent patios. Except that hats, caps, and visors may be worn uh, with the bill facing forward in the case of caps and visors. Only on uncovered patios. I've I've never really looked into the rules of the places I play. And don't get me wrong, I don't play at any uppity places like this, but golf usually has these weird rules and excuse me, and I think most of the rules where I go it's like not you don't share clubs. Um some of them they say you're not supposed to pass people unless you talk to them and they say yeah, go ahead. Uh some of them have even said no jeans and you have to wear a collared shirt, which I seen people wear jeans with a t-shirt playing golf they don't really enforce it but i I bet you'd be surprised if you just look at random golf courses metropolitan golf courses uh city golf courses i bet you there's a lot of weird rules that they've just never updated because it's not important that they'll make these rules for women skirts must be no shorter than four inches above the knee i mean this is like back to high school dress codes for so does the p the lpga play there because I don't know, but not... I'm thinking just members going yeah. there. This is just general rules if you're going to go play. So Tiger Woods goes in there, and he walks in the clubhouse wearing his hat. Does somebody say something to him? I think so. Yeah. You I think somebody's going to say tell Tiger Woods? Take care. And what does Tiger Woods do? I wouldn't imagine he would take his hat off. I imagine he'd look up and down. He'd have his entourage go push them aside and say, Children seven and above must be in the same attire as adults. So they, they follow the same rules for children playing the course. Surely the PGA doesn't allow them. Um, also, no clogs or flip-flops to be worn around the course. Oh, or, that's, in, or in the clubhouse. They had to put that in there? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're, tell, you're telling me we <clears throat> have to make a rule well, about the between, hats, but... Oh, there was even a rule I saw, no changing your shoes in the parking lot at your car. Well, that's what you... In your car? Well, that's what people do. You don't wear your golf shoes No, they want you to around. carry it into the course, change in the course, and then when you change before you go back to your vehicle. That's... That's... That's a little... Mo- I still don't understand the flip-flops. Like, who goes to the... Like, if those are the rules, that's how uppity this place is. Who goes there wearing flip-flops? Oh, and there's also no cash and no tipping. Yeah, I saw that. That The only, the only cash there uh, that is exchanged there is for paying caddies. Which, that's kind of everywhere. I guess it's not necessarily a rule, but most people don't use cash anyways. <clears throat> so no wagering? No cash transactions wagering on, on the course? Is that... If, if, you, that's a if you're into gambling, I would suggest not going to Los Angeles Country Club, but do go to betalytics.com. Uh, the Betalytics dashboard allows you to quickly identify the top graded best bets and hottest trends. Betalytics uses AI machines to learn algorithms and create accurate game simulations, player prop projections, betting line evaluations, and best bet recommendations. Use promo code PEAK1 for 25% off when you sign up today. Spelled P E A K O N E, peak one, all spelt out. Go to betalytics.com to start betting smarter. Today on the thread, we are inside the top 10 
Uh, we're in our top nine now. Really exciting. About three three weeks left um, to get through this series. Um, this week, the thread is brought to you by Apogee Graphics. Uh, bring your vision to new heights with Apogee Graphics. Visit apogeegraphics.com to get your next design project started now. Top nine. Seven through nine. What do we have for number nine? Hey, look at that. Baby blues for both of us. Yeah. Um, Trying to remember. Yeah, I'm always the top one. So uh, when I think Montreal Expos, which they haven't been around for a while, that's the first uniform that comes to mind. Is Maybe not particularly the hat and everything, but it's obviously baby blue. That's one of those teams that that's just one of their uniforms. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily an alternate which it may have been considered an alternate but that's what i think montreal um i'm trying to picture in my head outside of white and i'm sure they've worn all these and uh, again i'm 33 so in 2004 when i'm in high school and they switch and they moved to washington i understand i haven't watched the most montreal expos baseball yeah but i can't even picture the expos wearing red or blue or red your normal blue i can only think of white jerseys and powder blue jerseys yeah and again i love the powder blue look yeah obviously you can see i do as well with uh, st louis i think these are an, again one of those teams it's the traditional look for them um that's... which is odd because that's not that's not <clears throat> one of their colors and really blue's not even no one of it's their not colors. but that was a, a uniform they wore you know you yeah. can remember from the 80s that th this was predominant i mean you think about cardinals you can remember them wearing something like yeah. this but before we move on a fun fact about the Expos, they drafted Tom Brady as a catcher. He was the last. Was he the last or the last active ex, uh, player drafted. in professional sports drafted by the Montreal yeah. Expos? Yeah. So that was pretty fun. Could you imagine Tom Brady if he f went for went his NFL career and and played played baseball? You know, another fact, which I, it's technically uh, changed since obviously Matthew Stafford uh, won a Super Bowl. But uh, before that had happened, a little knock on the Lions, uh, or a little knock on the Tigers. So the, the Lions obviously have it drafted, but going to, I'm saying with Detroit, the Tigers uh, drafted Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So until now, now it's tied. Both the Lions and Tigers have the same amount of drafted quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl. But before Matthew Stafford won, the Tigers had drafted more Super Bowl winning quarterbacks than the Lions yeah, have. That's sad. That is sad. So, sorry, Detroit. <clears throat> that's just one fact. Number eight. I picked the Indians here. I, I these are really cool. You know what's fun to look at this is that's that's visual, a major league. And, and yeah, the movie the movie major league. That's what we, I think. And you get Kenny Lofton there. The the uniforms that we both pick have the same styling with the stripes down the. The yeah. uh, sleeves down the side, down the pant. Uh, man, I really like these Indians ones. You like um, 80s, I kinda had, 90s style. Yeah, I had kind of forgot the Indians wore these. But yeah, absolutely. Major League, this kind of was, was one that I, I could remember this from. You have the big the big stripes. And the, neither of these uniforms have it. Uh, but you know, you have the big stripes around the waist yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, the Mets, this isn't their classic uniform it basically is but they have the stripes on there um and i just think 86 world series whether that's the exact uniform or not but that's what i think of when i see this uniform yeah uh with, with the big stripes when they of course beat the red Sox. um i like that indians uniform too i i don't remember which one i picked I, it was probably like a red jersey with dark blue on there but uh that's a good classic uniform where yeah. it's not quite old enough where you think of them as classic uniforms because most uniforms nowadays and are still pretty much what they and have one of been, the best minus one of the, the stripes. Probably if we were to rank logos, to me, this is one of the top logos ever in maybe any sport is Chief Wahoo yeah. that they used on the the, uh, the uniforms. I mean, obviously that was kind of the driving force to mm -hmm. make them change from the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I love this. I love the look. I, everything about it's great. But both of these uniforms are pretty much still in use today. Obviously, the Indians are now the Guardians, but they still have the same style minus the big stripes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what their day-to-day -day is, but they still wear the white that would say Guardians with the blue and the red bill. 
on their cap. Uh, as well in the Mets, obviously, they have the classic uniforms minus the big stripes. And that's that's kind of a unique uniform as well because you don't see many uniforms that have the pinstripes and, and the, the stripes or the stripes. Yeah. And, and you might think it's too much, but I think it looks great. Yeah, I think it does style. too. I think it does uh, too. Back then, I could see them coming out with a City Connect that tied in some of the these keys to it yeah because obviously the yankees never did anything like this but that's that's the yankees they're not going to mess with their yeah. normal pinstripe uniform that's just the same as it always been but uh you see others with the cubs and the cubs might have done something i know the cubs had the thick mm-hmm. stripe waist uh, i'd have to go back and look at those uniforms and see if they had ones on the shoulders and the sides but the cubs the rockies you don't see a lot of that with those pinstripe uh uniforms speaking of pinstripes number seven I did choose a pinstripe, and this, for to me, is the best Arizona look that they've had. The original. The original. Well, not with the sleeveless, but the, the well, color scheme. The, well, they did. Is the original. Yeah, yes, they did is, have sleeveless, yeah. And and this is the one I like. I like the gray mm-hmm. pinstripe sleeveless like this this setup. I like this better than I did any other set they, they used. Um, yeah. As we've seen a lot of these classic looks coming back. Um, I, I just, man, everything about this. I wish that Arizona would go back to this purple, oh, that purple kind of a teal color. Yeah. What I would, I wish they would go back to these colors. Yeah. Now they're the red. And of course I had their, the more modern Arizona look, their gray uniforms now, which yeah. are, I don't know what the color is called, darker, but it's the gray darker color. gray. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot of uniforms that I can only think of one, which again would be the Colorado Rockies that have the, their grays as pinstripes. I'm sure there's more. Maybe the the Rays at one point might have had, might have had have. pinstripes with gray. I can I can think of, but obviously the Yankees don't do it, the Cubs don't do it, uh, the Mets don't do it. Mm-hmm. But but you know me, I, I'm a sucker for the sleeveless jersey, especially when you're not trying to do too much with it. A lot yeah. of times. Uh, like I like the Ranger sleeveless jersey that was mine, but it it wasn't just their normal uniforms with the sleeves cut off. They they changed. They had the big T, yeah, uh, on the side, uh, and that was mine with the Rays as well. And then the Blue Jays they had the same thing. They had the same uniforms, and then they just cut off the sleeves, yeah, that they wore. And I believe Arizona did some of the. I know they they wore sleeves, and I think they pretty much made it popular because that was their uniforms everybody who's done it since it was kind of like an alternate they sometimes wear it but for the first few years that's what arizona wore and are those those are sleeveless right it's not yeah. black sleeves it's no it's they're sleeveless, true sleeveless yeah it's a vest so yeah and then obviously you <clears throat> see them wearing that uh when they win the world series in 2001 randy johnson was their pitcher even though it's just a short history uh that's that's the epitome of starting off strong yeah and then kind of just being a normal franchise for a while and that's why these are it's not only they started with these uniforms but they were successful with these uniforms they absolutely they won the world series with these uniforms and i couldn't tell you how long they've had these they probably didn't have them for very long of course they've only been a franchise for like 20 nearly 30 years now i think 97 um but these are the uniforms you we think of because this is this is what they they wore and i want to say they were on a cover of one of the uh mlb baseball games we owned yeah so it might be um i'm just skipping right over mine i haven't even talked about mine there's the waist stripes yeah. we were talking about this yeah it reminds me of our like little league coaches the shorts they would wear with these type of waistbands huh yeah um this is obviously a classic reds uniform obviously not anywhere near the original because the reds pretty much the oldest franchise professional franchise around starting in the 1880s i believe uh but obviously you got pete rose there this is uh it's hard to say is this is the heyday of the reds no they win a world series or two there yeah uh in the 60s and going on in the 70s i mean this screams like you see there in the picture in the back pete rose yeah and this if you say pete rose in my head i envision this uniform yeah and, and as a i grew up being a huge reds fan yeah like we've talked about several times on the show i mean this is a, a great look um even with those waistbands you know they didn't wear belts with them they were just that elastic waistband um i really like the look i like these pullover jerseys with the slight v-neck in them um, a lot of teams use these in this era 
Uh, I'm a huge fan of these. And then they have the numbers on the chest. I know we talked about early on, one of the first episodes of the thread was the controversy mm-hmm. controversy with the Reds changing, changing up their uniforms. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, it's like, yeah, there's controversy. People aren't going to like it. But in long term, it's not going to, it's, it's going to be a non-issue because they obviously have numbers up here, which they stopped for a while. Yeah. Like do their current number, like they move those, the numbers, right? Or do their current whites have numbers? I don't know if their current whites actually because I don't do think they have, have it because because they move the reds to the <clears throat> they've gone back and forth right side. It was well they kept it on there on the logo they moved it to yeah. the right side. Yeah, that yeah that's what I'm talking. About. They moved the logo <clears throat> uh, for their for their logo because they had to move the they moved the patches around for the sponsorships, which is pretty much the worst. That that's why it's such a big deal because yeah. of the sponsors. Just like the Mets, thank God they changed. They at least changed the patch, which is stupid. Yeah, they started with the patch that stood out. Then they changed the patch to something that blended with the uniform better. Which I understand that having the patch, that that's where you're going to get a lot of airtime, is having it on there. But, I mean, you're how not much, making any How much money. longer is it going to be until we see the NFL with big patches on there? <laughs> I don't jerseys. understand why they do that. Like, I understand, there's more marketing information, but or more marketing uh, opportunity. Well, as we saw with the NHL, which they wear it on their uniforms as mm-hmm. well, they'll, they'll put it right on their helmet as the logo, like the stars is 7-Eleven. Um, but I noticed that they were putting logos on the ice, but it was just for TV because I, I, I assumed it was on the ice until I'm watching the game and I'm like, that that's a different logo. It did say something else yeah. before and then I started paying attention. They're transposing it through the video feed. And and like they do, I don't know if they do ads like in the <clears> NBA, <throat> but they put the shot clock on there so you don't mm-hmm. have to keep looking at the scoreboard. Um, can't they do that on the field in baseball games instead of messing with the uniform? Because really yeah, baseball is one of those ones where the experience is at the game. Yeah, It's one of the few things that I would rather be at a baseball game than watching it on TV, yeah. which is obviously the NFL. I'd rather be watching the NFL on TV than in person um so quit messing with the experience at the game put whatever ads you want to yeah uh show it on the field like just do it like when there's a pot fly to show in the outfield throw an ad out there who cares yeah like somebody's really going to complain about watching on the game i'm complaining about you messing i like the mets uniform it's one of my uh favorite uniforms just their generic obviously mm-hmm. you saw but uh with my pick the but just the pinstripe look and throwing a, like if he was just a white jersey, yeah, and it was that, like white with a, a little, red, that's a red different. patch on the sleeve. yeah. But you're yeah. messing with the stripes, and maybe I'm just being retentive about uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. But that could not be like a lot of other uh, teams do a better job of implementing ads yeah. on their uniform. And I'm not necessarily against putting ads on uniforms. Uh, in the NBA, it was kind of weird. In the NHL, it's kind of weird, but you get used to it. You don't even think about it a lot of times. Uh, assuming, like, just you're a professional team, you can find an advertiser that has the same color scheme. Yeah. As you don't don't be an idiot. You don't need the Mets. You do not need a a sponsor that's primarily red. And I know they change the color scheme up, but if the Yankees do this, which they don't need to do it, they make all kinds of no. money. I guarantee they get a sponsor that's a boring logo that's black and white, maybe dark blue. Yeah. Um, I think that might be the only team that we see that we'll never put on there. I don't think that the New York Yankee fans would allow that because that is just too, there's too much history there and too much history in that uniform. I don't yeah. see them ever changing the uniform and I don't see them ever touching the uniform with, with ads. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are they still the only major league team without named a nameplate on the back? That, yeah, uh, Landon's, that I can, that Landon's, maybe the Cubs, Landon's telling right? me yes, that's that's do true. Do the Cubs not have names on there? I can't think if they do. Um, but it's the same thing. Yankees, it's Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think the Yankees have City Connects. Either. And they'll they'll wear occasionally, probably more in spring training, but they'll wear a black jersey with gray pants sometimes. Yeah. I don't think they ever do. I think home. Is yeah, always, always the white, white and on the road, always and then gray. always gray, and then they'll occasionally throw in the black jersey because I mean that's that's been around uh, a while as well, which, which I like that. I like that you're not selling out to just mm-hmm. do that. Like I'd like to say the Cowboys would be the same, um, but once we start, you know, knowing Jerry Jones, he might put an ads on the Cowboys uniform. Yeah. I would think he wouldn't, but 
you never know. They changed Cowboy Stadium to AT&T, AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Um, and the Yankees could... Money, the money Yan- talks. The Yankees could probably sell naming rights to their stadium. It would be the most I just don't think ever they for would. naming rights. I don't stadium. think they would. I think they keep Yankee Stadium. I mean, but it's the same thing. It's like, who's? it's just for, you know, the sign and the way they acknowledge the stadium on TV. Maybe you could do something I call it like... Cowboy Stadium. I'll call it Yankee Stadium. I still call, maybe even could... though it's a new stadium at the Rangers, I still call it the ballpark. In maybe you could send, uh, sell the naming rights to the field, and it would be whatever field at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That would, that would... Something like that. Just like, I mean, Duke has Coach K Court, but it's still Cameron Indoor. At Cameron Indoor. At yeah. Cameron Indoor. Uh, is it Fieldhouse or just Cameron arena. Indoor? It's Arena. Yeah. Um, but Duke could obviously be one of the ones that could sell that. Yeah. But you have the Lakers. The Lakers have a because that's who you, you do Yankees, uh, Cowboys. What is Lakers. it now? Is it, it's crypto. It's crypto. Yeah, but they were the I always Staples thinking Center. of Staples Center. That I never. Uh, I can't. Yeah, before it was the Forum, but that was kind of before it was popular to sell naming rights. Yeah. But do they have ads on their uniforms? Yes, they do. NBA teams. But that's an NBA thing. I that's not wish team. or yeah. And that's like yeah. We can we can go think, on and because like the, Smoothie King Arena yeah. is that that the uh, not the Hornets the Pelicans New Orleans or maybe Cleveland? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Amway Amway Arena. Yeah. Uh, but there's all these cheap company that like yeah. I wouldn't call it credit something whatever. Like AT and T's okay. Ford, these big you names. Know, yeah. Like if the Cowboys sold out and they were, what what were the Saints going to be like? I or they're um, they were. Mercedes, Mercedes and now they're uh probably something dot it's a gambling no it's a game it's a which uh what's the uh, Caesars yeah Ce- Caesars now and I know there was a bid when they said they're gonna change it it was like some adult website and it, and it was more for I hey, see that more maybe in like Vegas one of well, the Vegas they, arenas they maybe. put a bid in for an outrageous amount of money and you knew you knew they're not gonna accept it they did it so now hey we're in the, it's free advertising this one put the bid in but can you imagine if they said, screw it. Yeah, you're it. Give me $50 million or whatever yeah. the naming rights would be. But New Orleans might work for that. You don't think so? Yeah. If, if Vegas is sensitive, X- New Orleans is... Lounge. Yeah. I want to say it was something like that. Well, not lounge, but Superdome. You had to, but New Orleans is the Superdome. They they keep it at Mercedes Superdome. Yeah. Um, Caesars Palace Superdome or just the Caesars Superdome. I don't... I don't I don't know that, but man, sports is getting too commercialized. Yeah, it's all about the money. It it is all about the money. And uh, uh, speaking of money, we have to get off on here. We're going over our time, or we will very shortly. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Lead Off. Be sure to hear us. uh, See us here on YouTube Live every Saturday morning. Also, you can catch us on any podcast platform. Um, You can... uh, you listen to we're on all of them be sure to like and subscribe again thanks for listening i'm ashton and i'm tony see you next time